Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Tipsy Engineering Podcast. As always, brought to you by your hosts, David and, and Kyle. Kyle, aka took that away. AKA the man who once wrestled an anaconda only to find out he was masturbating the whole time. <laughs> that's that was that was the big lead up da- that was da- <laughs> da- david's <laughs> i got a nickname for I you got a nickname for you dude i got an intro all right so we're gonna start we're gonna start off this episode of the tipsy engineering podcast by talking about this funny story little little strange story that i heard there was this lady standing <laughs> out in the street just standing standing out in the street and she was letting motherfuckers come up to her and cop a feel Whoa. for about 30 seconds. They let, She let them touch her boobs, her genitals, her butt to raise awareness for consent. What? Yeah. So she was consenting to this. She though. was consenting <clears throat> to this. All right. That makes sense. To raise awareness for consent. And that sounds kind of fucking ridiculous if you ask me. So she was trying to show gentlemen, (laughs) gentlemen, what consent was like. Yes. And I'm pretty sure her consent was a big fucking sign that said, (laughs) raising awareness for consent, feel free to come up and, you know. Dude, that's weird. Touch my cooter. Did I wouldn't I would never partake in what that. What the fuck is that? What that type? Who, who does that? That's like that's like me saying I'm gonna raise awareness for gun control. Mm-hmm. So I want people to come up to me <laughs> and shoot me. Well, you know, below the waist is not you know not not attempted murder. Not attempted murder. <laughs> <laughs> like what the fuck? You what know, the I, fuck is the world coming to? I always had a question about that. You know, so you're shooting for below the waist, right? Then you hit the guy, right, in the leg. Mm-hmm. He kind of goes down. Then all of a sudden you're shooting above the waist. Or, you know. Oh, because he fucking bends over? Because he falls down. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> do, do, do you do He you crouches <laughs> over. You go for another one in the leg. You hit him in the back of the head. Yeah. I mean, like, so is it on Is it on him then? Is it his bad? If <laughs> it should be his bad. <laughs> There's no way you should go to jail. Oh, man. For shooting a man twice. Let's talk about gun control. Before we get to gun control. Oh, dang. Before we get to gun control. I want to talk about. This article regarding food stamps. Okay. All right. So there's a new law that's trying to pass, and they're trying to get um, more grocery style items mm-hmm. into places that accept uh, stamps. Stamps. <clears throat> and that sounds like a great idea. Uh, at first, uh, they want to get more dairy products. They want to get more meats and vegetables. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to get places that accept food stamps to add these items on their shelves so all right i've never gone around with food stamps trying to figure this out Uh uh-huh where are these areas i mean so like like little bodegas little bodegas (laughs) 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 yes some bodegas do accept Food stamps. Okay. Some liquor stores also accept food stamps. A liquor store accepts food Some stamps. Some fast food restaurants. A liquor store. Yes. yes. Come on. Well, they sell chips and soda and shit, so they like qualified. Yeah, but that means they could also. Yes, I know. 
Come on. Well, Walmart accepts food stamps too. They also sell liquor, so you can't like frown upon. You can't solely frown upon. The Are you store. able to use food stamps for liquor? I don't know. I'm gonna let's let's go with yes. I think you. I think you can't legally. I don't. Why would they? Why would they let that happen? I don't know. The government shouldn't be paying. I, so me, I'm paying for other people to get drunk. Well, food stamps have existed before before this I was information alive. era, right? Yeah. So you can itemize everything that was being purchased. Yeah. So I'm gonna say at one point, yes. Maybe now, not so much. But even so, that's still a lot of information to keep track of. I don't know if the infrastructure is there for that just yet. All right. Okay. I mean, so uh, <clears throat> let me let me grab this article. Give me one second. Oh, it's so far away. <laughs> All right, I'm back on my microphone. Oh, and so this this food stamp um, program is worth seventy four billion dollars. Oh yeah. To um to small stores and big chains like Walmart, right? Mm-hmm. And so they're trying to get these items added. And for stores like Walmart and Kroger, you know your big chain grocery stores. This isn't a problem. This is, we already have this stuff. So, sure, bring on the stricter law. Or do you think that Walmart and these other places are thinking they're going to lose business because technically they would, they would be? What do you mean? Would they be losing business because before the people at the food stamps that couldn't get this these food, this food elsewhere, now they had to go to Walmart or, you know, Costco or whatever else, you know, had it. <clears throat> And then now, since they're trying to push this groceries on these other, like, bodegas. And, yes. And that's, are that's, they going to lose that segment? That's the double-edged sword. Okay. Is there's roughly, um, where did I see this number? Something like, um, <laughs> Uh-oh. this, is, this is Tips Engineering Podcast, here, here. <laughs> we're not We're not organized. We're, we just got stuff cluttered everywhere. Shit is all, right. all over the place. I'm on the USDA's website. And household households cannot use SNAP benefits to buy beer, wine, liquor, cigarettes, or tobacco. Oh, here's the number. Okay. So they're looking to add mm-hmm. roughly 168 items per store. Yeah. Um in order for them to be allowed to accept food stamps from here on out. What? And you can't use sorry, I'm on another website. You can't use food stamps on food that will be eaten in the store. What? That doesn't make sense to me. I think that's that's like hot you must, food. You must go outside. Like you, you can't go eat, to the food court. You eat outside. <laughs> but there's ways around it. Like yeah. so it's roughly a hundred and ninety five thousand small stores. Mm-hmm. Who are going to lose the benefit of being able to accept food stamps if this goes through? So that's a lot of mom and pop stores, a lot of bodegas, as you will. So these bodegas, they need to get that food to their store if they can, if they want to accept food stamps. That's what yep. you're, you're saying. Essentially, they need to add 168 more items on average mm-hmm. in order for them to be able to accept food stamps. And given that. The food stamp program is $74 billion. Yeah. If you parcel that out, they're losing on quite a bit of money. 
Depen- and, yeah, depending. And so that is an average. It's yeah. not. It might not be cost efficient for these small mom and pop stores to go through with this change, and then they could lose out on that that niche. That so if customer. I don't, <clears throat> if I don't have at least a segment of these products on my shelves, then I lose out completely at being able to accept food stamps. Yes. Okay. And I mean that's the double edged sword. Is obviously you want people who are. Um, who are using food stamps mm-hmm. to be more steered uh, to get actual groceries and be able to buy meats and vegetables and all that stuff. You want them to go to the store that provides that. Yep. But then you're hurting these mom and pop stores by passing this stricter law. Do I don't know if these mom and pop stores are like they're thriving off of delivering foods, you know, cashing in their food stamps. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's probably not their main um market their main market Mm -hmm. nonetheless there are some communities that are mainly comprised of mom and pop stores what if none of them now accept food stamps people have to drive to to the town over a couple towns over to go to the walmart yeah but where i mean where are they getting their groceries anyways i don't know i mean you got to get to the grocery store regardless. The the bodegas and these little shops and gas stations. And I mean, those are, those are good for cooking and out snacks. And unless you're like a, like a quick trip, what about Mm -hmm. those? I mean, those could, those could last. Yeah, that's true. You know, they got, they got my, they got your milks. I want all your milks, your milks, (laughs) your milks. (laughs) So I wanted to use this topic to kind of segue into, Mm -hmm. What should be requ- required for people to receive food stamps? Should should people be able to pass a drug test? Should people be able to pass an intelligence test? Like, they're fucking crackheads getting food stamps. Some of them sell the fucking food stamps yep. for cash yep. that they could buy drugs with. There will always be that segment of the population that does that, though, right? I mean, you you can't get away from that. No, but if you start drug testing people, if they no longer qualify, they'll no longer receive food stamps if they're using them for drugs. All right. Let's say we keep the budget for food stamps the exact same, uh-huh. right? At the top end when we're looking at the budget. Well, fuck it. This country doesn't do budgets, right? <laughs> we just <laughs> let everything flow. No, we just eyeball it. <laughs> so you're looking at the budget from the top end. We use TurboTax as so, a country. So let's go down this path. I'm going to keep the budget the exact same. So I'm going to be cutting into people's food stamps now with the more overhead that I have. Mm-hmm. So eh, can I re- somehow reduce personnel or is that a good thing to reduce personnel and then add more duties on these personnel? What personnel? What are you talking about? The people, I mean, there's there's administration somewhere mm-hmm. that's working on this. Caseworkers or wh- yeah, whatever yeah. they call okay. them. Um, and they're probably doing the screening up front right mm-hmm. what would do you qualify i don't know what their metrics are probably has to do with income level for the household or something i'm throwing my hands so up you have there. to add people to administer these tests so if it's like a drug test qualification yeah now i have this expense out there to administer the you know the drug tests how often does it happen just when you initially enroll because as soon as someone hears about that, they're like, well, I can't enroll for food stamps for until next month. So you're saying you would rather give food stamps to crackheads than add jobs to the administration 
solely with the purpose of disqualifying crackheads from receiving food stamps. That's good that you lawyered, lawyered my statement, but <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm like up in a debate right now. <laughs> I am a debate master. You're a debate master? You're master I'm not trying to make you look <laughs> bad. I'm just trying to like simplify it for the listeners. No, um, I guess what I'm going at is if you're adding more people to the in- administration side to administer these tests or just my cost is, you know, they, we just farm it out to, to people to, you know, those like Dyna labs and those labs that do it separately. Mm-hmm. Either way, I'm paying for it. And that's going to cut down on the, the, the raw number and food stamps that I can deliver to the population regardless. Right. 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 My right. demand probably stays the same in this circumstance like if we were to enact it right now so maybe it's a good thing that we're having this conversation maybe other people there is this kind of uh this like general consensus Mm -hmm. that crackheads or people who who like sell food stamps for drugs and you know are kind of on a bad path Mm -hmm. shouldn't be receiving food stamps but do all right so let's look at the problems objectively Mm mm-hmm so far when you've brought it up the issue that you've kind of brought up twice was now selling food stamps mm-hmm. all right mark the I mean, we had this is the age of technology mark the food stamps per the individual you can spend this oh yeah i like that i like that solution a lot better right because now i don't have people using food stamps as currency to trade around Right, like right, use right. this for food. It's kind of like it's kind of like when you see a bomb on the side of the road, right? You're a smart guy. We're you engineering can, this problem. We're right gonna engineer we're tips this. engineering it. <laughs> this is what we do. We solve problems. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put your finger <laughs> up like Trump. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be huge. <laughs> yeah. So you're right, and and then so the same thing. You find a bomb on the side of the road, and I am really big at not giving them money. Mm-hmm. I've given them socks. I've given them clothes. I've given. I've. I've went and got food for them. You ever taken the clothes off your back to give it to a bum? I have not. Do you know that I used You're not to a keep? Human. I used to keep some badass socks in my car. Oh, uh, I know. Do I know the badass socks? I think. You, I think you Am know I the badass them? socks. I no, not ah. not exactly. Ah. That's <laughs> what you are talking about. But so I've I kept some like nice like crew socks in my car, mm-hmm. and then handed those some bums that. At a, a past place that I lived that were moderately close. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they would like give me thumbs up when I would come by later and stuff. And I was just like, all right. Um, you know, that's, I mean, because I'm, I'm thinking like, you know, if you're walking all day, you're kind of scooting around on the street. Socks is probably a good thing. Probably, wear, th- probably wear through those. I like, I like that solution a lot. And what I was trying to get to. Do you like the socks or you mean the, the barcoding per people? No, socks instead of food stamps. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to give socks. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. So I like the solution of individual, you know, having it so only an, an individual could spend mm-hmm. that, like tie tie a barcode or a chip we, to it. We spend this time making this system where we distribute them individually, right? Mm-hmm. It's not like you're getting a long line, some federal line. It's like here's your food stamps, you know. So why don't we just make it that step higher, individualized? And yeah, then, I like that. That c- that comes with its own costs too. Agreed. Yeah, comes with its own costs. But here's the thing that I was trying to I was trying to bring it back around mm-hmm. is there's kind of a general consensus or like a stigma that people who are troubled mm-hmm. don't deserve this help. Okay, 
And so, as as you were saying, if we want to filter out the people who are troubled, that costs money. And now we're using the money that we're saving by holding back those food stamps on administration and labor for the filtering process. Yep. And no additional people are being helped. Potentially. Yeah. So yeah. So right? where where so does it wash out? we're breaking even. All we're doing is taking away from the troubled people and using that money to hire administration and labor people to filter those people out if it did break even i wouldn't be even mad about that because now you're 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 paying you know into people that are you know in a good working class you know either social workers or the people in medical field doing Mm -hmm. the doing the tests or what you know whatever it is if it broke even that would be that'd be good so there's a good chance that it doesn't break even either because <laughs> full-time employees require health benefits. You know, you have to pay income tax as a as a provider. All right, so let's say the as best employer, I the mean. best solution that they would have would be to do the the best way. If you could foot the foot the money, foot the bill, it would be the best way would be to I oh mean, I just said best way to be to like seven times. <laughs> it's going to be the best way to be to. <laughs> Jeez, do you just say it again? <laughs> yeah, on purpose. That's <laughs> okay. But so we get people to administer the tests, but it's like the Dynacare, the Dyna Labs, or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's offsite. I don't have to pay for their uh, employment directly, and we get the barcode or whatever it is that's individualized to yourself. Because that is going to be pretty simple. I don't think that one. It's not like you scan your wrist and does it match. It's mm-hmm. it, it, got your name printed on it it's that's that's pennies it tenths of a penny okay i like that i also like that if we don't go over budget Mm -hmm. by hiring these administration people Mm -hmm. if we don't break even but if there's a surplus you can now help the troubled people by identifying who they are and using that surplus to help them Oh, so keep the general fund, almost like a slush fund there. And if you have surpluses there, the government doesn't operate on surplus. (laughs) 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 But so if you do end up in your individual department, you have a little money. Or maybe obviously it doesn't have to be a surplus within the the food stamp system. But now you've identified the troubled people. You You can steer them to other programs, other government programs for them to get help. Hmm. You try to control people too much, man. Man, I just want to get high. <laughs> I just want to get high, man. <laughs> you got to have Fuck. the munchy food. That's all you need. <laughs> all right, so we did did we just solve the food stamp issue? I thought so. So we hire administration that you need to at least keep the testing, you know, rolling or your your qual- your qualifications but for food stamps. But do we need do we need to test people if we're going to make it individ, you know, if we're going to tie the food stamp to the person? Let's just stage it. First 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 um stage rollout, you know. Gate gate one rollout is then of the individualized stamps. And then if we don't see return on it, you know, we stage two and that gives us I the like individualized stamps. I think it does it. What if they already exist? We're over here to just we're just <laughs> we're <scheming>. in euphoria. <laughs> we just came up with this brilliant idea. It's gonna be huge. It's gonna be huge. It's gonna be huge. I can't even say it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
problem one done. Problem one solved. Okay. We're good for today. Where's my beer? My next issue here is <laughs> is people and their fucking guns. Oh, yes. I wanted to talk about We that. were going to talk about guns. I forgot we, about you got that. it. I forgot all about it. What I want to know oh. is why are people so infatuated with guns? Why are why do people feel so strongly about their guns? Why do they like guns so much? And why can't some people live without them? To me, it's like saying Do you have a gun? To me, to me it's an op- I I do. Okay. And I really don't care if I had it or not. Okay. Um it, to me, a gun is an object. It's something that you're allowed to have. Mm-hmm. It's something that was manufactured. It's like telling uh, a household or a person, you're not allowed to have a microwave. People aren't as passionate about microwaves as they are about guns. Dude, I don't know. I use my microwave a lot. But <laughs> <laughs> well, you could pick an object. Okay. You know, It's right. another fucking object. You can pick a lamp. People aren't allowed to have lamps from here on out. That's crazy. I <laughs> use that lamp like daily. <laughs> but, I mean, you get... I don't use my gun daily. <laughs> exactly. Some people do, though. I mean, I just don't get it. Why do people... You're you're from a state mm-hmm. where guns rain. Rain. Rain, rain supreme. Raining down. Um, so, could could do you, have you seen this? Have you witnessed some of this uh, infatuation? Oh yeah, people I, who are fetched to the core with guns. I think people view it in different different levels. Some people view it as immediate protection, which I don't disagree with in the least. Some people view it as this is like my house protection. Like if someone breaks in my house, like I mean, for me it's it's bullshit because I'm probably not gonna wake up. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be standing right at the foot of my bed before I wake up, kind of thing. I would need like a dog or something. Yeah. And then there's there's other people that just have them and just feel that their rights are being taken away and and, and just So you think it has to screw do that with, kind of thing. With people's safety. They feel safer mm-hmm. if they have a gun. So if you take the gun, they feel less safe consequently. Yes. Agreed. Hmm. So if people weren't allowed to have like I think padlocks. I think we should. Now I'm, I'm quoting a phrase that I've seen somewhere online. I think we should get away with guns mm-hmm. so that we can concentrate on serious things and things that matter, like, like? killing a man with a punch to the head. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> like you know. So I, it if you're gonna do, and I guess I'm a devil's advocate because if you're gonna do something bad to someone or you're planning on hurting them, you can. Some way you can, yeah, you can do it in any way. You can throw a fucking rock at them. It's, it's. You can push them off, you know, the edge of a building. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like locking your doors, right? You're only gonna stop a certain level of people, mm-hmm. right? No locking the door, youngsters, pranksters, like, oh man, this door's open. You know, they're gonna see what's inside, kind right. of thing. You, you got, you got the, just the lock on the knob. You know, it's like. Someone that wants to is going to kick it in or whatever. You got a deadbolt. Someone's got to have some motivation mm-hmm. to get in. If, you, if you're if you rich, someone's getting in. Security system or not. You know, it's like... it. it at, so, like, you're only preventing a certain amount of people. Right. So, and, and the so same thing with the gun. You know? So, I either have a weapon on me or I don't. I'm only 
dissuading people because they have I have an aura that I could have a gun. See, Someone I, could. I have a gun and my shit isn't even ready for an intruder. Mm-hmm. Like I would have to, I would have to unfold uh, oh, a no. ladder. Oh yeah. I would yeah. have to run up to the attic. Oh no. Yeah. Get it out of its case. Find the bullets wherever they are. In the uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By that time, I'm already raped. I like yeah. how that's <laughs> the people that are breaking into David's place are <laughs> only breaking into rape him. There's rapists out there. They're <laughs> out there. They exist. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. <laughs> They're raping everybody up in here. <laughs> oh no! Yes. I gotta say, uh, if if I if I were to successfully mm-hmm. defend myself and see my see for me, it, it's close, mm-hmm. right? And it's 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 one shogun reload. That's that's that dude. That's a showstopper right there. If you if you if you came into my house and I woke up, it's the showstopper reload. God damn. You think that so so that's the one that I I have for home defense stuff. You know, I shot. I I I used my guns for hunting okay. when I used to go hunting with mm-hmm. my pops. Mm-hmm. And uh, one time I shot a little bird, and I gotta say I I understand why people do have some kind of tie to their weapon and the feeling that you get when you shoot something Mm -hmm. when i shot this little bird i felt like my dick was made out of concrete (laughs) (laughs) it added like six inches to my 12 year old dick (laughs) uh so i don't think that's the, the sole reason i think a lot of it has to do with people um assuming their rights are being eroded away okay so it's kind of a trade-off too. There's another double-edged sword because if you allow people to have guns, mm-hmm. there will be those who are irresponsible with guns mm-hmm. and can sometimes put other people's lives in danger, such as their kids. Yep. I'm not saying this is a common thing, but it can. But nonetheless, it's a, it's a potential trade-off. Yeah. If you give every household in America a gun, and it's oh, like, that's a good. Con- I never yourself, even thought about that. Right. Now, everyone is, quote unquote, safer mm-hmm. because they're able to protect themselves. Yet the, the household is slightly safe, uh, is, is less, slightly less safe if the people are irresponsible with the way they handle their guns. Hmm. Wasn't that some Darwin stuff, though? If you're irresponsible, you just... Then maybe you should die off. Get yourself a... <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't give crackheads food stamps so they can die off. And maybe we no longer have that that inherent dependency hmm. for I, drugs. I've never thought about the what if we gave every household a gun. It's interesting. It would have to be like a funny gun. A funny gun. Like like something like, like a pink twenty two. Like a muzzle load. <laughs> like you need to like prime it. And that like would just catch bu- fire. It bolt. would set your carpet on fire when you <laughs> shot that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like something where like yeah, you could defend yourself, but it's more like you know for humor. <laughs> but for humor. For humor. But I, I'm thinking. So if we did. And it has it stems from education, right? So if we gave everyone a gun, you can't do that. You gotta educate them somehow, mm-hmm. and that's one of the big barriers to it. But if we if we tried to eliminate all the guns, we know that guns will come from somewhere, right? Right? They're gonna come in overseas. It it's they exist in the world still. It's not like they won't 
get around here. And then and then what are the cops not armed then? Like no, there's no guns in America. Right. Cops aren't even armed. Like bullshit. I know some cops that I I think are pretty uh See, and uh, that's the fucked s- up part slimy. is if if we did take away all guns, mm-hmm. I would say cops would have to lose their guns too. Hell yes. Right? If and if if the, I would if agree the to system that. if the system that takes away the guns is so sure mm-hmm. that they've done a good job of eliminating all guns, the cops and all the you know, everyone surveilling policing mm-hmm. the nation should get their guns taken away from them. I will I can oh, tell hold you. Hold up, hold up, hold up. I just thought of something. What if we get invaded? Oh, oh yeah. So there's so a then you have what a is, gunless does, nation. Does the army? Yeah. Do we have reserves? Do we have national guard? You know. Well, here's like, the thing. If we do get invaded, then police serves as like backup to the national guard, right? Do, do they actually do that? No, but they could. <laughs> All right. Well, they don't. No, do if it someone anyways. invades, if someone invades, and it just so happens to be your town, the mm-hmm. police is going to show up. You're not going to wait for the national guard, or you're not solely going to depend on the national guard. Police will show up. Yeah. Right. It's okay. still they're protecting their community. I don't know, man. I've not been that much, you know, in love with the police system. So, I mean, all that all they've done for me. So there, is there it is. There it is, dude. And, yeah. Is you can't take away all guns. That's not a pot. That's not a, a thing. Yes, I I think you cannot. We just we just kind of hit it because yeah, they will never be willing to let go of their guns. And if they were, then that makes us extremely vulnerable as a nation. No. Do you know what that... Yes, agreed. Do you know what it would be, though, too, in the meantime? If mm-hmm. the cops did agree and they said, yes, we would, and we agree on time frame, you know, which would be the first thing they would try to sneak past us. Be like, yeah, oh, yeah, we'll get rid of our guns. And then they would just have that time frame, kind of like the budget. They would just let that time frame just kind of go forever. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, we're getting rid of them. Like, you know, as soon as you eradicate oh, the other guns. Yeah, yeah. As soon as we feel that all the guns are... Yeah, yeah. yeah. That would never happen. But even if they did, the moment that the cops like don't carry guns, if you had the one low lone musket, muzzle load, anything, dude, you're you're like you're God, like right, you know, like right, you right, c- right, right. So it'll never happen. No, and that's I don't think that's the solution at all, for the, for the very reasons we just talked about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So so getting rid of guns completely off the is table, off the table, it has to be. So where's the sweet spot? Does everyone get guns? But then we have we run into the education thing and the education thing. People Completely. not being responsible with their guns. So, are we at the sweet spot? The people that are educated mm-hmm. can have guns. It you know what it they make it kind of hard for people to get guns. Mm-hmm. Therefore, only the people who know who have looked into what it takes to get guns are the ones who end up getting guns mm-hmm. legally at least right? I, I i just want well because legally you can get guns because i don't i'm not gonna I, say it's hard i i consider myself an educated person i don't even know what i'm supposed to do to go get a gun and so for me if i did want a gun if i really wanted one cool i up. would have to educate myself on the process mm-hmm. of getting a gun and what it takes to to get one and be able to handle one Yeah, I mean right, like right, a handgun. Like right. I have hunting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's what I was getting at. I, so I, I, I almost read it myself out. Right I'm now. just kind of like the wheels are turning right now because right now it's kind of turning into like a driver's ed, right? It's kind of, but 
but right now we're giving them the classroom, like a concealed carry class or something. Mm-hmm. We're not giving them the road test. Like we're going to take you to the range. We'll have you do these things, you know, oh, like, gotcha. like we, we're giving them the classroom, which is the first part. Like we haven't like gone, you know, that's how drivers had got to this point is over time of watching these kids run off the road or whatever. They keep saying, look, we need to show them the vi- the, the crappy videos of, you know, what happens when you don't you misuse your vehicle. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Same. Uh, it's an August. You know, how do we get that? Because that's the best we've come with cars so far into the guns. That's it, man. Then we're shit. Then we're then we're educated as good as as good as the powers that be can educate us. Taxpayers, people are still not taxpayers. People are still paying for it, like drivers ed. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's not like an extra burden on society. Well, here's the other thing: is the war on guns, Mm -hmm. quote unquote. This is what it's called. When they say war on shit, right? So, is the quote-unquote war on guns Mm -hmm. against people who actually have guns legally, or is it against the people who were able to obtain guns illegally and committed a crime afterwards? I'm thinking the war on crime Mm -hmm. is not for people who want to own guns for sports and recreational purposes for their security and go through the process you you shouldn't make it harder for those people to get guns i think keep it at like a consistent level across the country because those aren't the people that are going out and causing trouble no i think so so maybe the war on guns doesn't have to be a stricter gun policy like you have, we have to make it so much harder for people to be able to go to a gun store and buy a gun, and we have to make it so much harder for people to, um, to do concealed carry. Mm-hmm. Maybe, th- maybe the police force and the investigations, uh, forces have to do a much better job at finding where these fucking illegal guns are coming from. So, the thing I always come to when it when it you're kind of alluding to it like if you're found to have committed a crime with an illegal gun Mm -hmm. right what does that tack on right now anything that's that's years it tacks on years to your sentence yeah years to what they get i mean like you go in and they let you good behavior oh you can cut you can get out there's there's no so i hate when people say years you have to add on lifetimes for anything to be meaningful now okay i hate the way the verbiage is for how how people go to jail now I'll just uh, but, but sometimes man you can get caught with an illegal gun that your friend left in your car and you had no idea fucking someone just lo- sentenced you to a fucking lifetime in jail if that's what you're alluding to mm, i don't know I think a lot of that is is freaking excuses. Oh, I didn't know that was in my car. Bull fucking. I shit, think this man. war on gun shit is 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 just a cover up for mm-hmm. the very shitty job that the government is doing, um, trying to keep guns out of the country. Hmm. Yeah, like a top level, just looking down, like. Yeah. Why do they want to keep guns guns out of the country? Illegal guns. Oh. Guns coming from. You know, the borders or, uh, you know, at the seaports, mm-hmm. shit's being imported illegally. Illegal guns are coming into the country and they're raising the alertness through the media saying, we have a gun problem. You know, we're going to 
you know, do this with the laws and we're going to make it harder for people to get guns. And then that fires up the people who are pro guns. Mm-hmm. And then there's just a fucking like Clash. back and forth, yeah. but no one's seeing the underlying issues that they're doing a shitty job at protecting the borders and protecting like illegal guns coming in. <laughs> it's like the government is like, is basically like the, the ref like before a fight, like, Hey, you look, look at this other guy. All right, you come here yeah, yeah. now. Shake hands now fight. And then he just kind of steps back like, Oh shit. I was doing a terrible job. <laughs> 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 you know, like well, those guys are duking it out now. You know, there's a the pro gun and then, you know, that's the my side. conspiracy theory. I just, I just came up with it. Here's mine. Not conspiracy. So I took a criminal justice course in college. Which makes me a freaking ap- expert, <laughs> <laughs> right? And I, I remember reading and having the uh, professor talking about uh, sentencing. And and apart from like getting the multiple lives and what does that really mean in jail or whatever else, right? Um, the, the theory of how much that you want to punish someone per a given act, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I really didn't like hearing and it really didn't make sense to me that the punishment was only supposed to be just barely greater than what the the action was like just just a, like the punishment is just a little bit worse than you know what this the the sin or the um offensible okay law breaking um and that didn't make sense to me uh, from a math perspective <laughs> think about it here so if i'm gonna steal something from you a store a bodega mm-hmm. i go in and i steal a pack of whatever right and I get caught once. Let's say I steal six times. I don't get caught. I get caught on the seventh. I'm only going to get ch- charged for something a little bit greater than stealing. The once that I was caught. Yeah, but what if you got caught on your first time? Doesn't matter. It's percentages. You have to think big picture the whole nation right here. Mm-hmm. Tons of people are stealing and they don't get caught. And then, you know, so and then a certain percentage of people do get caught. How do you keep those tons of other people from stealing Make an example out of the other people that washes out the percentage for the other people. Like, mm-hmm. oh shit, Cindy got busted and she, you know, she's gone forever. What, you know, whatever. I don't know. Make it harsh. We should start chopping dicks off. <laughs> Have you heard that saying, "Eye for a cock"? No. <laughs> an eye for an eye. No eye for a cock. <laughs> <laughs> what the? Fuck? <laughs> oh my god. So. Yeah, that that that's my take on the whole like punishment things. But I don't know that. Have you ever heard about that? You know, like where it's just supposed to be just above. No, I've never heard about that. Yeah, from a math perspective, what's just above murder? Like a a a life sentence and a day, a life and a day. Yeah, and then they wash it down into like you know four months, (laughs) and then with good time, then you get on parole. Man, I don't know. Like, all right, so there's. There's going to be a sweet spot. And here's the thing people have to realize. With the guns. We said no guns completely off the table. Oh, I didn't even segue or right. even talk about why I was talking about punishments. The punishments oh. has, <laughs> have to do with the fact, the punishments have to do with the fact that when you, you, you kind of like give these punishments. No, if I'm caught with a gun, it's illegal. My sentence goes through the roof. Mm-hmm. Right? Because now I'm, I'm, Technically, there's a certain amount of people that are going to pay for this. You know, they got caught with an illegal gun or whatever it is. And then it, their segments will go through the roof. So then everyone else that is going to or planning on, you know, doing things with an illegal gun thinks about it more. 
Now my sentence is X and Y if I get caught. Kind of um, adds some more gravity to the situation. I'm not sure how I, f- how I feel about that. I think that could get really expensive real quick. It's tacking on many more years for pettier, um, pettier crimes. Oh, no, I got theories on lifetime sentences. Okay. We'll talk about that on another time when you come up with a structured argument and we start. We can go back and forth on this. Oh. Maybe maybe after beer break, maybe on another episode. <laughs> but let's, ra- let's wrap up this, this gun control topic. Yeah. As I was saying, no guns completely off the table, right? Yeah, we were, yeah, we were, we were done with that one. Um, every household having guns can't do that either because people some people are going to be completely irresponsible mm-hmm. some people are not conditioned to to own a weapon should probably never own a weapon yeah right so you can't do both extremes so what does that mean that means that there's a sweet spot somewhere in between mm-hmm. it could be on the upper half it could be on the lower half but we're gonna have to give up something if we're gonna have to find the sweet spot a sweet spot a, su- a, a sweet spot means that we're either going to have um more guns or less guns less guns meaning maybe some people have to give up their fucking constitutional right and not everyone can have a gun and it's that much harder to have a gun or we have more guns mm-hmm. in which case there's a chance that people practice irresponsibility, that people who shouldn't have guns get a hold of them. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have to live with one of these. Which way would you rather go right now? Um, if, I'm not sure. I would, I'm really I, not sure. I would go more guns. More guns. You know why? Tell me. Because if it goes wrong both directions are still we need to get rid of guns if it goes right i lose all of that you know requirements so you're saying if you have less guns the well if you have less guns the problem is people have given up their constitutional right right and the people that could have defended themselves it's more about like what if it is this defending thing right Mm -hmm. I go, I err in the side of people defending themselves first. And if that doesn't work, then we turn back. Maybe. Maybe. I, 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 I'm not, I, I don't need I, to convince you. I'm just telling I you though. No, I, I just, I can't make up my mind right now because I don't, <laughs> I don't know what's better. Mm-hmm. I, you know, that, that constitutional right of, of being able to own a gun mm-hmm. doesn't mean much to me right now. I mean, that's one thing I could probably it's it's an item. It's literally an object. Mm-hmm. Um I could probably do without it. Uh what I I couldn't do without is a a feeling of not being safe. And so if I and I can't relate to to people who feel unsafe day in and day out and all the, you know, 24/7. Mm-hmm. So it's easy for me to say you know, on my behalf, do away with, with that amendment or with, you know, do away with that, the constitutional right. Yeah. But there are people who <coughs> latch onto it because 
that's that's their way of coping with that unsafe feeling yeah that's their and so i'm I'm only speaking with someone who is privileged to live in places where i don't feel threatened ever and it's easy for me to say i don't need a gun like i can walk out and you know go out and about and feel perfectly safe that makes sense that's again there's there's a sweet spot because we're not all the same we we don't all live in the same conditions we're not all the same person some people need certain things to feel a certain way other people are okay because they've never felt threatened before there are people who go their entire lives with never you know never feeling physically threatened you think Ever yeah. feeling physically threatened? Like a fight in a playground? There are few. Anything. There are Holy few people. I'm just saying there <laughs> those people exist. And there's also people who will never know safety. Yeah. So there's the two extremes. Mm. All right. So you've kind of t- you kind of touched on the two like like all right, you feel like you're in a safe zone, right? Mm-hmm. And then we have the neutral party that, you know, doesn't. Doesn't feel safe. Doesn't feel unsafe. Yeah. Okay. And then, but the third one that we almost need someone to talk about too is like someone that feels that they need it. Right. You know, like their own safety. And here's the thing. What makes them feel unsafe? The fact that there's people roaming around their neighborhood with guns? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's it's an extremely hard thing to get right. We're not gonna, we're not going to get this one done tonight. There, there's <laughs> never, and I'm saying this again. There's never a right answer for this. You're going to have to live with some deaths on either. <gasps> right, we're going to have to live with a number of deaths. <laughs> and how do how do we? How do we adjust for it mm-hmm. is is the issue. Do we need more guns? Do we need less guns? Um, so, again, I think I threw this number out mm-hmm. uh, last podcast is there's some some like something like 10 countries who combined have the same population as, as the United States. And these are modern countries. Mm hmm. Their murder rates or their crime rates, their crime rates, uh, <laughs> crimes that are gun related, sorry, okay, don't compare to the United States. That's something like close to 70 fold, 70 70 fold, Ugh. like. Like we're like the we're like the the thug hub, right? So you're comparing equal populations, yep. modern societies, and we experience, you know, seventy times seventy the, times the gun, the gun more crime gun crimes than that's insane those countries. That's a lot. I mean, that's like. St- staggering statistic that's almost that's almost like i don't know right and so this it gets hard again because you immediately you think 
we probably have too many guns and that's why we have too many um gun crimes yeah. in the country but the flip side of it is is do those countries do their people feel safe do they live in similar environments i mean we've already we already have introduced the guns into the street right the guns are out in the street They're in there. some places yeah. And there are those people who don't feel safe walking uh, on the sidewalk. Mm -hmm. How can it's like in some cases it'll be comparing apples to oranges. Like you can't compare because those people maybe live the same lifestyle that we do where we can just like go out, be out and about and never feel threatened. Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, I don't know. That number 70 is just like, don't quote me on that. It's, it's like, it's staggering. The number is staggering, okay. but it's, it's in the, it's in the tense, like tense fold. Yeah. Yeah. That's. All right. We're going to take a beer break. I need a beer break. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, with the tipsy engineering podcast beer break. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, tipsy engineering podcast is back with your hosts, David and Kyle. Mm-mm. And now we have a few minutes left in the podcast and we decided that we're not going to dive into another deep topic if we won't be able to finish it. So we're just going to go off the true app and answer a few survey questions. Yep. And hopefully, hopefully we get something exciting out of it. Oh, First there'll, there'll question. Something in there. Do we agree? So the way the true app works is you swipe sideways to get a new question. You swipe up to agree. You swipe down to disagree. And after you agree or disagree, it gives you the percentage Stats. of people who yeah. have agreed or disagreed. Okay. First, first survey question is: I text and drive. I agree. Regrettably, yep. I reg- I, yeah. I I don't like that I have this habit, but it just fucking happens. Like I I feel really rude not replying to people because I feel it's rude when people don't reply to me. I have been trying to so. The best that I've done so far is I keep my phone on silent from work. So it just goes in my pocket. It's on silent, you know, like to from work. Mm-hmm. It's on silent. It, so that's a majority of my driving that I'm doing. Yeah. And at least I'm not texting then. Shit, I know people who get on Facebook like every time they stop. What? Every time they stop, they grab their phone. So, well, at a light, not like a stop sign. You know people? Or are you talking in third person? <laughs> no, I know people, son. I know son. people. <laughs> I, I do grab my phone and I usually like change the music or something. Yeah, yeah. And that's when I notice I have texts. I've been driving start without texting. any music lately. What the fuck? Dude, I know. It's weird. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> no, why? Dude, I, I don't you're know. You're depressed again. I'm are you not depressed de- again? I'm not depressed. Like the first time you were depressed, you were giving away everything from your cubicle. Do you remember that? <laughs> no. That was that was the Great Depression. <laughs> the Great Depression? Well, what was I giving away? <laughs> Everything. It wasn't oh, even yours. Goodness. It was belonged to the company, but you were giving it away. <laughs> like, have it, have <laughs> it, have it. Uh, no, I mean, okay, so I've been driving the race car for a while. Mm-hmm. It's got no radio. So you get used to it. And then, like, so I get in my regular car. I'm like, like maybe the music was blaring. So I like, turn it all the way off. Just, what? Yeah, I don't know. Just That's so strange. Cause I can't go a day without listening to music. Oh, I listen to music. Just not in the car. Right. Like, so it'll be like at uh, work. That's so weird. I know. Just, it developed. I don't know. Please don't get depressed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So 66% of people agree that they do text and drive. Mm, okay. 
34% disagree. Are lying. 34% are lying. <laughs> bastards. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Another question here. Every office has someone that everyone hates. Mm, Not everyone, but there's there's a person that there's like a general consensus about that he's not like the most liked person. Hate is a strong word yeah. too. It's not they they just like disliked or have like a a weird like, story about w- that. I will avoid you in the hallway yeah, this yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. There's always that one person. There is for sure. I agreed eighty one percent of people okay. agree. I just don't like the word hate. Just Hate is pretty strong. To like, really like hate, like someone, I hate like AIDS. I don't hate like people okay. necessarily. Yeah, fair enough. I I I hate some people, very few, but you have to have done something habitual for yep. me to like hate you. Mm-hmm. Fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice. Have had sex at the movies? Nope. I have nope. Not. I have not. I have class. I'm a classy guy. Uh. Seven only seventeen per- percent of people said they have. Said they have. Yeah, well, it's hard to no. do, man. There's people around a lot of times. <laughs> I go, I go see movies that people, you know, it's like newer. Dude, I went to go see that fucking shark movie. Like I was telling you one. Yeah, uh, I was telling you about. So spoiler alert, <laughs> fucking shark bites someone. Shark movie. Blake Lively sits on a rock for an hour. <laughs> 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 and there's Spoiler. your fucking shark movie dude Ugh. so i went to that shark movie per someone else's request mm-hmm. and there was only one other couple at the movie theater oh no shit you had like prime opportunity i know i would have never thought well here's the thing dude you didn't do the popcorn trick where you cut a hole in the bottom of the popcorn <laughs> box <laughs> no 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 no. i have class <laughs> <laughs> you didn't want that buttery dick <laughs> that buttery dick i didn't want it to be salty oh i, I didn't want to break out either from salty. the butter <laughs> so if you're not as a gentleman mm-hmm. that is we're talking class here right yep as a gentleman if you take your girl to the movies mm-hmm. and you have the opportunity mm-hmm. if you don't go down on your girl at the movies you're a lousy boyfriend what just make sure she's wearing a skirt so you can roll it up all right fair enough i'm just saying like for the young people listening word of advice you should in, be going in the, in the movie theater of course really you should be going I, it, this obviously look, has happened knees, to me be careful putting your knees on the ground because the floor is oh, sticky. Yeah, so just gross. squat. Okay. <laughs> J- just. <laughs> I can't say as I've ever done. No, none of this has happened in the theater for me. I'm not. I'm just saying, word of advice, if you don't, don't be a lousy boyfriend. Plain and simple. Go down on your girl at the movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I secretly have crushes on my friend's significant others at times. Oh, that's nope. a weird one. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. I can say... Just, if you even think they're attractive, you just tell your brain no. No. <sighs> I've definitely thought they were attractive because my friends have good taste. Mm-hmm. But I've never been like, I'm going to make a move on... I don't know. If you have a crush, I think that's like, you kind of want to make a move, move on them. Move, yeah. I've never wanted to make a move on them. I've always thought they were attractive. Put no on that thing. I disagree. Where's the fucking... Okay. 53% of people agree that they have had crushes. 47% disagree. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't I know think if people the, thought about I think about the word cr- crush, the word crush yeah. is like 
okay, maybe I thought they were attractive, so you know, crush. That's no. what they thought a crush was. Crush is like you're like you're like ooh. I know your your significant others are like oh you know like, right. like and you, also you have in. a yeah. feeling yeah. you have a feeling when you have a crush on somebody. I agree. I've never had that feeling. I'm just like wow that she's like fucking smoking hot, dude. Good for you. Congrats, fist bump. I feel guilty every time I eat meat. Come on, Kyle. <laughs> as the as I the do, household I, vegan, I do, vegetarian. I, sorry, I, I do not feel guilty. I just don't do it a lot. I feel like I'll get like terrible. I'll feel terrible afterwards, but. Update for the podcast listeners. I started eating meat regularly again. <laughs> I'm no longer vegan. Yeah, you, you tried to go too hard, man. I went full on vegan. I went balls to the wall. You just go balls to the wall on everything. I do. It's like it's all in it's or exactly. You you were That's a, me. You're a jump in the in the pool kind of person, aren't yep. you? Yeah. Yeah. It's all in or nothing. <sighs> Crazy. So you're either not you, but I'm gonna so put no on that thing. Because I no. don't. Let's see, let's see, let's see. 11% of people agree. So those are probably just the vegetarians that took the survey. <laughs> <laughs> this country loves meat. The do- Modern it, it countries is. love meat. Oh, yeah. Like Countries that have developed, mm-hmm. they love meat. Like com- countries in Asia that went from third world countries and are becoming more modern, mm-hmm. there's a huge correlation with... Th- their progression and their consumption of meats and cardiovascular disease and cardiovascular disease. So <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking trade. It's like one in the same. Talk about trade-offs. <laughs> I love mornings. I, I do, do when I don't feel tired. Mm. Like if I got the right amount of sleep, waking up at like seven in the morning and having a whole day, like a long day. Yeah. I love that. I do love morning. You can swipe. Yes. But this morning I woke up stiff neck. Stiff neck. Ter- terrible. Told you it was from stroking it. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, I don't, Kyle, I don't know how you do that. Kyle does this fucking neck gyration <laughs> when he strokes it. No, but seriously, so I was mountain biking yesterday, and I decided I was gonna like do like a workout section, mm-hmm. you know, and just like kind of stand in the pedals and just 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 truck down the trail, right? When you can, obviously. Um, and I go over this section, and you kind of come up over this branch, and there's like a tree that's you know half fallen kind of over the trail mm-hmm. well there must have been a, a crotch in the tree so it's like two segments of tree so i saw the first one i ducked down come over this log and i start standing up to get on my pedals again to start you know you know bounding away mm-hmm. and i stand up underneath that that second oh shit so you pressed your neck boop like like enough i stood up hard enough where i smacked the tree you know oh. like, like lights you know like you know the star saw the stars yeah bike kind of swerves i get a foot on the ground i'm like ho, ho, ho. like i thought i was going down jeez i felt nothing all yesterday this morning wake up boom neck fucking necks dude they're fucking the worst necks. they're terrible <laughs> so yeah I'm like i'm doing this get like, rid of it get rid of this, your neck it's i'm doing this trouble i'm doing the shoulder turn all day today like <laughs> fucking 52 percent of people love mornings 48 don't over half yeah over half Surprisingly, I would not have expected that number to be. So well, high. morning is defined differently for people. Other people, their time of morning. <laughs> yeah, maybe their mornings are nine to ten p.m. Yeah, like I still. In get which up case, at like I would fucking I, love I, mornings. I still get up at like four, four thirty. Yeah, I wake up at five now. Five, okay. You're yeah. much more efficient at getting to work than than me. <laughs> 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 if you get up at five, I'm get up at four or something. <laughs> yeah, especially with shorter hair, like I. 
Like you, throw you, something in my hair and just like, and you're done. And it's done. Like it takes me a minute. Yeah. To uh, put a little product in my hair. I'll just. I think I just buzz mine. <laughs> just you should shave it, dude. Buzzing it, it cuts like so much time off your daily routine. Yeah. There you go. It's a, it's a time saving instrument. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I will. <laughs> All right. Is this the final question? Let's do it. Let, All right. Let's let's. It better be a good one. If it's not good, we're doing another one. All right. Well, it's not a very good question. Shit. I fart at work. Hell yeah. Do you fart around everybody? No, I won't fart around everybody. Who don't you fart around? Um, In meetings and shit, I won't drop it. <laughs> no, in no. meetings. Yeah. Like if I'm in my desk, like hell yeah. You fart at church, don't you? No. That's weird. You're a liar. No, you don't fart in God's house. <laughs> 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 but like... At a, the worst is when you drop ass at a desk and someone walks over to talk to you. You're like, oh, oh dude, shit. that's why I never you're do it like, at my you're desk. Like <laughs> I never do it at my desk. <laughs> I have a designated fart room. You go to a like I go area. to a. I have I'm, I have class. <laughs> I have class. class. I have class. I go to a room. I go to a room. It's my designated fart. This room. is a bathroom or this is like another room. Another room because oh. I don't want to go into the bathroom and smell other people's shit yeah, just for me to fart yeah, to get sense. one off. You know. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> All right. So, we're agreeing. Not sense like that. <laughs> oh, sense. Gotcha. Gotcha. Good for you. Oh, yeah. 84% of people say they fart at work. Yeah, you should. Mm. You're going to hold that in all day? That's terrible. No, that's terrible. That's bad Ugh. for you. That That's how Elvis died. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> All right, I love this question. Okay, I look at almost it. every woman's booty on the street. A hundred percent yes. I Yeah, if you can get I'm away a with fucking it. savage when it comes to that. I have no class when it comes to like eyeing a woman. No class. Um I'm a fucking scum. Scum of the earth. I am not gonna be whipping my head around to look. No, that's how I hurt my neck. <laughs> <laughs> Turn around to look for it. Fuck yeah! I've definitely like strained something, whipping that bitch yeah. around. So, w- how was the how was the question phrased again? I look at almost every woman's booty on the street. Yeah, I I would say I don't qualify for that because Ooh. because I don't put it in that much effort if they're walking the other way. You know, like if I look them up and down as they're coming this way. And then if, if no, you have, to do, you have to do that thing where you look up first, What's like up? you look up at the, at the sky first and then you look back. What? <laughs> so it's not a blatant like, <laughs> oh, I don't care. I'm just, if I'm going to look, I'm going to look. It's not the best is when you look back and they look, you're like, aha, Hey, or when their boyfriend's walking with them and he looks back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, that's when you, that's when you uh, don't look at my ass. i like that one all right ladies and gentlemen that's the last question from the truly app hope you enjoyed this episode of the tips engineering podcast we'll see you folks again the next week as always tips engineering podcast brought to you by your hosts david and kyle and kyle and kyle Kyle. (laughs) it's not stopping